0: I'm Ashley Aiken.
1: And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace.
0: We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings.
1: Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you.
0: Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble,
1: embark on the journey of self-awareness,
0: forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate cultivate a a healthy and and thriving thriving marriage. marriage.
1: Today's episode, we talked about wedding blinders, and so we just wanted to have a short intro to kind of unpack this for you all. We we have a little vent sesh, and then we get into some practical stuff. Uh, Ashley, what did you think about the episode?
0: It was a lot of fun to record. We went live on Facebook, which you'll hear us say pretty soon, and that was interesting and like kind of there was like this layer of pressure, like don't screw up. But it was really fun. Um, the episode itself is something that is really near and dear to all both of our hearts. It's kind of rooted in where this podcast all started.
1: Yeah. I think that recently we've been thinking back, well, if you listen to Ashley's solo episode that she recorded and that we released, uh, at this point it had been week week or so ago yeah episode 59 um she talked about wedding trends and how they can steal your joy and so after listening to that episode i think ashley was in the headspace where she was thinking about that and after listening to her episode i was thinking about past couples who man like they were victims of having their joy stolen and that's really sad to see Uh, and I just started thinking back from, I mean, weddings from even as far as like three, four years ago, you know, just thinking back and really reflecting and, and it kind of got me hyped up and riled up a little bit. Like, Oh, I don't want this for people. Like this, this is really sad when you can see that little things that are happening throughout the day, just, and not even just trends, but uh, little things steal their joy. And so we talk a lot in this episode, uh, about, um, the potential for trends to steal joy Mm -hmm. to steal your joy some examples
0: for for like so you can like what are we talking about what do you mean trends stealing your joy we'd provide examples that like real life examples too
1: yeah some as early as fresh as a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. um and then we even talk about like practical things that could actually happen with close people who are family members or friends or wedding party people uh and and we just really shine a light on what wedding blinders are. We give a definition, uh, which I'm going to try to remember that it is. I'm going to make one up right now. But wedding blinders are essentially, um, if you think about a horse that races in a track, they put blinders on them so they can only see what's in front of them. And so they're hyper-focused on that. When you have wedding blinders, uh, they can be good or bad. Um, You can focus on your why and your when, or you can focus on The negative things, the little things that come up, the cake being delivered. Little things that are happening, yes. Yeah, on the wedding day, the cake being delivered 30 minutes late when it was supposed to be there, 30 minutes before, you know, someone stepping on your dress. We talk a lot about the dress. I mean, there's, we we just get into some really practical things that can happen on your wedding day. And you might hear that and go, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But on your wedding day, it seems like things that aren't big of a deal are actually magnified and Mm -hmm. they are a bigger deal. Yes. So, so then we, we, we present end, problems yep. and then
0: we, of course, as almost all, almost every episode we end with a solution. We don't know. Like sometimes it's total vent fish, but yeah. then we end with a solution something that you can actually do today, right now to set yourself up for more success the day of your wedding, th- what you can do the night before and how you can bring in all the people who you care about to help share in your why and your wins and yeah what you can do literally right now right now during this episode yeah to help the, prepare you for that
1: the episode has uh, little little snippets of it, heaviness because it deals with you know people being sad on their wedding day but also it's not a total buzzkill <laughs> episode i mean we do provide we do provide um, some some steps for you to take and actually give some homework at the very end of the episode the very uh, end, yeah. but know our, we want you guys to know where we're coming from with this you know truly our deepest desire is that no one have any post day post wedding day uh blues the, that would the, be the morning after that'd like, be the
0: tits wouldn't it if everybody like everyone was freaking happy afterwards and i would say i don't know how people feel after the wedding day but wedding day like extreme sadness where i only like i only see negative emotions come out of the couples yeah i could count i've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of weddings. And I can probably count on one hand the situations. So, so you're not doomed is where I'm yeah. getting at with that. <laughs> right. It's exactly. Rare, that was the extreme.
1: but Those, There are extremes and then there are, there are little ones that are a little bit more common. But yeah. Um. anyways, we just wanted to give you guys this little intro. Here's the episode. So Ashley, we are actually live on Facebook right now in our Bridal Breakdown community.
0: We are. I'm not as nervous as I thought I would be. Yeah. When you said today, you're like, you ready to go live? And I was like, well, I guess. I guess Let's pull the trigger on that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we're doing that live right now on our Facebook. Right now, I think Micah's hanging out with us. And I'm sure there's three other people. I'm not sure who's there. Uh, but say hi if you're in. And uh, this is something, I don't know how often we're going to do this. We're just going to try it and, yeah. and talk to people. It's during the work day. I'm sure some people sitting at desks and we'll catch some people. And I don't, imagine anyone will catch the whole episode but probably bits and pieces of it and things like that but yeah
0: the reason that I think we talked about this a few weeks ago is like it just be nice to sometimes potentially get feedback and somebody when we ask a question like I wonder if people are thinking this or they've experienced this you can just get that real-time feedback yeah and on a podcast it's kind of hard to do
1: I will say on the other podcast that I used to record um that me and my uncle ended, we always went live, and it added just this different level and layer of excitement to have the real-time like feedback that people could be Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, that's so good, or like, well, what do you think about, like, sometimes we would ask a question, and then people would ask us to like reiterate or maybe clarify, and so we would try to rethink things, so that's something that's really exciting and cool, Uh, but I think last Friday, we did not release an episode, or two Fridays ago, uh, you just went solo. Yes. And I was nowhere to be found. Nowhere and to be found. I was drowning from a literal pike le- leak. Not really. It didn't like get bad. But we had a leaky pipe in the house that we had to get fixed. And then other than that, we were just drowning in wedding overload. Have you caught up? Are you still sitting on like no. 12 weddings to edit?
0: I don't know how many I'm at right now, but I have two to deliver this week. And so we are in the thi- into the thick of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my sure. god that
1: you should totally do a reel of that for wedding photographers
0: it's literally i sent a into video to ashley as i was calling this last week's wedding and i was going to like the beat i was like duh, 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 into the thick of it and i was singing it as i was doing it because i was going into the thick of the wedding Anyways, that's so funny tiktok man
1: It's funny. It's good stuff. So
0: it's busy. Like, we're busy. We're in the middle of shooting. Like, you shot a wedding this weekend. I shot a wedding this weekend. Uh huh. You shot, no, you shot.
1: You guys, didn't you shoot three weddings this last weekend? Last weekend, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's insane. Oh, Micah just said, sorry, Chris, but Ashley's single episode was my fave so far. (laughs)
1: That's good. Oh, hey, Leanne. It's good to see you. I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. You know, I actually had recorded an episode on my walk. It was like at midnight and it was like a nine minute thing and it was just on my phone. Um, and then I didn't go back to listen to it. Maybe I'll release it. It was only nine minutes. It was like what a mo- talking... i was literally okay. i was talking about burnout, and I'm like being motivational.
0: well, I think it's nice sometimes like having little quick bonus episodes that'd little be cool like that whenever that little snippets, yeah, 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 and it can be just an extra thing, but but yeah, so also, we
1: had that we, go ahead
0: random side note for people watching. I roll my eyes all the time, and it's something that I think this will make me even more cognizant of it because they like disappear. They like go in the back of my brain and I don't even know that I'm doing it. And I get called out all the time. So that's going to start happening.
1: I've never noticed that. Really? Never, no.
0: Oh, I see it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Anyways.
1: But we yeah, we've been neck deep in wedding stuff and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I feel like we come up with kind of our best content when we're shooting. You know, sometimes we're, there, we're right now at the point of the season to where I feel like and I think we talked about this. It's not going to slow down for either of us until around November, like the end of November. Yeah. Um, and then you know, we'll ha- us, Lara and I, will normally have typically December to February. We might shoot one wedding in Febu- December. Like it, it's very rare we have a, a wedding in January. Um, maybe we'll have yeah. one in February, but it it gets really slow for us. So right now we're just. I feel like when we're shooting there's lots of content available for us because we're seeing things we're thinking things we're oh, talking where to past brides yeah. we're we're and so we recently you talked about like going back to your last episode you were talking about wedding trends mm-hmm. and we're we basically pose the question like do these things actually bring us joy do they still steal our joy and so
0: i'm convinced they steal joy to be completely yeah. honest. I mean a lot of them, not all of them, but I am convinced more than not, they're like a joy stealer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But. I think it's something that and so what we had said in this episode is that I had some thoughts on it. I've recently thought about some past weddings when thinking about that episode, and and I was thinking about some instances where I saw joy get stealed. Uh to where I saw, you know stolen. Stolen. Did I say stealed? <laughs> yeah. I saw joy get stealed. <laughs>
0: You know, Justin says drowned instead of drowned. Like at least he drowned. didn't say drowned. 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 No, yeah, he doesn't do that. It's drowned.
1: Your but. joy gets steeled. What stealed. What am I?
0: Okay. Your joy joy gets stealed. There's the quote of the day.
1: Your joy can get stolen by trends. And so after I listened to your episode, I was just thinking about this and thinking back on past weddings and instances where I had even had conversations about wedding why. Maybe they didn't listen to the podcast, but had conversations about wedding why and and, and stuff like that. Um, to where on the wedding day, like things still were tough and rough, and some of that had to do with trends. And so I think that's what we're going to focus on today. Really, this idea of wedding blinders.
0: Yeah. Well, Chris, when we thought of starting this podcast, what we realized is like we want to help people not. Have this feeling of sadness afterwards that happens. And like, I even talked to a planner this week, and she said a lot of her couples after the wedding are like get really depressed. Like, they get the wedding blues. Yeah. Um, it's a thing. But we're, t- we like want to focus on the immediate feeling. The morning that you wake up after the wedding, we want it to be like joy filled and you're like reflecting and reminiscing on how great the entire weekend was versus what can happen. And there's like, Regret and yeah. there's I wish I was more present or I wish that I had not done that or I wish I'd talked to more people at my reception. I realized I didn't because I was drinking too much and got like I was on the dance for the whole time and didn't even say hi to these people now. I feel guilty. Like yeah. all these thoughts that can flood in. How can we keep those thoughts from coming up for couples? And that's kind of what inspired the podcast in the first place. Or like it was one of our foundational thoughts.
1: Totally totally. And so
0: now it's like we're re-inspired and like talking about this like idea of wedding trends and how there are now so many of them with the rise of social media.
1: Dude, even with TikTok becoming such a prominent form of social media, um it, I and you hear this, like there's nothing wrong with doing things that you see on TikTok at at your wedding, like on your big well, day. Like have fun. No. It, it, you know, if that's what you want to do, I think what we really want to get into with this is when doing the thing like it ends up, you can't focus on anything else. You can't enjoy your day because you're so focused on, we have to nail this TikTok or, yeah. oh, no, we didn't do this thing right. I want to do it over again or something like that. Because then is it is it about the experience or is it about showing some pseudo version of an experience that's not really real it's it's fake if you think about it because you're doing it for tiktok unless it's in like genuine like first look reveal or something like that but even then when there's a camera already on you some people do feel this added pressure to act a certain way or do a certain thing or Or to be extra smiley or be extra, you know, whatever. And so, which is kind of hard. Which is natural
0: to some degree. Right. To like, you know, somebody's watching you. Um, But I think like, and Chris and I talked about this before recording, but there is this new generation that is coming to get married. And it's a different generation that Chris and I grew up in. And there is a layer of fun to like TikTok, for example, there's a layer of fun to like creating these TikToks. And one of my brides, she's got a relatively big like wedding TikTok following and she's hilarious. And so it was like really fun and it was a good experience for them to actually like create the TikToks on the day of. And I think it's almost like photos. It's a way to relive your wedding day, which I think is really cool.
1: Okay. Well, I like
0: the way that you just, no, I just just had a light bulb
1: because you said like, it's kind of like photos. Okay. So think about this. Like, what if TikToks and reels and stuff like this, like, people are capturing them and, you know, we're we're not saying they're dumb, but...
0: Not, no, I don't know. No, not so. at all.
1: But do you remember, like, probably, like, when my parents got married, like, it's like, you don't need a videographer, you have the photos. And now it's like, for most people, they're like, you want the photos, the videographer. But Like, what if the new thing is like, no, now we start hiring people to, like, do TikToks for us like, on the TikTok- day of...
0: Oh, my gosh. I feel like you just predicted the future. Like, do, like... Like, there's, there's going to be, t- like tiktok creators
1: like or what if you what if people like hired a friend and paid them like 300 bucks to go around with their so i just got a new iphone uh i don't know if you saw my other one i got the 12 plus and these cameras are freaking bomb like what did you have before uh it was the xr but it was cracked also so if you ever saw any of my my like stories and there's like a this glare in it all the time it's because my Mm -hmm. camera was cracked But what if they paid like friends 300 bucks and they just go around on their wedding day and record in HD footage on the phones and it's like, then they create little, I've noticed that you've been doing snippets on your story store. You're not just posting the 15 seconds. You're like creating a a full movie that you just post one and it's done and it's got like music to it and stuff like that. I really like that. What if people start doing that? And then they get like these micro moments. It's like Mm -hmm. the videographer is like the big thing, but then they can start getting the micro moments like on a cell phone. That's still great footage.
0: And yeah, I do feel like you're predicting the future right now. I feel like this is going to be a thing Mm. in like the next like 10 years. But
1: Somebody do that. Somebody on this episode.
0: TikToks. So thinking of like that experience can be really fun. But what it's also doing is like not on directly on the wedding day, but prior to the wedding day, you're seeing all of these like really cool ideas that other people are doing, you're like, oh, that's really cool, I need to yeah. do that. And while I agree, some of these things are really cool, it's like you can only do so many of them.
1: Sure, especially you know? with the average time for wedding day being eight hours, you know, you that, that goes, it flies by. You know, you think of eight yeah. hours and you're like, man, I got an eight hour work day and sometimes it feels like it's dragging by. Honestly, a wedding <sighs> day probably feels like it's four hours. If yeah. that like, it just goes by so quick.
0: I just thought of one of the like TikTok trends that I saw that, and I think I've talked about this in a different episode, but it, I think, steals people's joy of like practicing their first kiss. Like that was a trend on TikTok, the, the kiss practice. And then people then got it in their head that they needed to practice their kiss too because they saw this trend. And so along that vein, it's like not only now is there... A traditional wedding template that you follow. It's like a tried and true to traditional wedding template. You you know get ready. Now there's robes that used to not be a thing. That you get ready and there's robes and it must be at this like really pretty place and like the pressure. And of You all got to all pop the
1: champagne and you got to have Ooh, the balloons yep. that say bride and then you yep. got to get your Starbucks cup where someone writes bride on it. The barista writes bride yep. and then you get the. I mean yeah, it's just like you got to do your standard with your
0: parents you've got to then do the bridesmaids reveal after that and then you've got to do your first look but maybe instead you want to do like a first touch and then you because you don't want to see each other like there's all these
1: and then and then you you also want to do the yeah you want to do the the first touch and then the first look and then after that the photographer and videographer have to go capture you guys opening your gifts to each other and it's just like there's, there, the letter there's, and there's all the... of these things to capture. And listen, none of these things on their own are a bad thing Not at all. At all. Whatsoever. I actually
0: love a lot of them when they're intentional,
1: when they're intentional, but it's like you can cram so much into a day that you're just checking the boxes and you're, you're like, yeah. okay, we got it. We did this. We did that. And oh my gosh, you know, we forgot to do that. And now we have to go back and do this. And it's like more than anything else on the wedding day. Like I feel like you and I, I can imagine that, no, yeah, because you told me a story about this. I know you fight for your couples to be present on their day. It's something that Lara and I, since, I mean, we were kind of doing it, but since starting the podcast, it's like always on the forefront of my mind, like fighting for our couples to have, to be present on their day of, and even reminding them like, hey, is this something that you want to do? Is this going to pull you out of being present? Um, Or even helping create moments for them. Like since we started talking about moms and stuff like that and how moms really don't get very many moments that you know they zip them up and then they run off to the next thing it's like yeah you don't to see them create, again until family photos yeah trying to create yeah. these moments with them and so i i don't know if you can if you feel this but there are weddings that we photograph that Larry and i get in the car and we're obviously recapping the wedding. Just, Oh, how do you think? Right. It or, how do you, what was your favorite part? Or like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see these photos that we did in this spot. And then, but we always get to a part that's like, what was the win? What was the loss? What can we do better? Like we have these conversations on the way, on the I way love home. That. And yeah. so Lara or this last, uh, not this last one, but like within the last couple months, we were having a conversation to where I just knew like, this bride isn't going to be happy. And it's not because the photos aren't going to be beautiful. It's not going to be because she didn't look beautiful. It's not going to be because the venue wasn't beautiful or, or anything like that, or there weren't beautiful moments. It's going to be because there was this narrative that she was battling all day that, to me, it looked like she lost sight of her wedding. Why? she lost sight of and got caught up in the 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 moment and the emotions uh, and and letting stress really kind of take over and when that happens it's really hard to recover from that on a wedding day if you don't have a plan in place to move past that and so it's it's really hard sometimes because you know like you executed and you did everything that you needed to do as the photographer and even above and beyond and it still makes you a little sad to know that they were struggling on the wedding day whether that be with stress, anxiety, comparison, one of any mental mental health monsters that we talk about and you know there wasn't a plan in place to maybe execute on the day of.
0: Yeah, I like that you said they're battling it because I think it's easy to hear like you know they're thinking about how beautiful that is or if that piece is in the right place or is this the right color or did he cry? And since he didn't cry, maybe it wasn't good enough. Like these thoughts that they might have, and you may think that that's shallow, you know, like on first upon first glance. But I like that you said they're battling. Like this is something that's going on subconsciously in a couple's mind that they like, it's not something they're doing intentionally. They're not intentionally thinking about the wrong things. It's this monster that they are, battling with and they're stuck yeah with all of these like negative emotions and like that it really truly is the worst thing to witness on a wedding day is like witnessing somebody not enjoying themselves yeah and i can only think for myself of i mean off the top of my head i can think of two two couples in the last year that i was like they had no fun and th- mm. like, I'm grateful that it's only two, but it makes me sad every time after two because I feel like no matter what I do to deliver a gallery, like, all I can do is hope that it brings up positive memories and maybe overshadows some of the negative emotions they were feeling the day of. Yeah. But it is them getting so lost and caught up in something in their head, you yeah. know? Like, they're battling something internally. And it, it's up to us to, it's not up to us. It's not up to us to figure out what that is because that's their battle, but we can't, it's only interpretation. I don't know what I'm trying to say here.
1: Here. I, I it, mean.
0: It's up to interpretation, I guess. For a
1: lot of, you know, I think you and I are speaking hyper-focused on our couples because, you know, I'm assuming you you let your couples know like, hey, we have this podcast. And I do the same. Like I always let our couples know. Um, I don't bash them over the head with it, but it's like, hey, this is here. This is a really good resource. You should check this out. Um and and it's really hard when you know like they at least have had some sort of exposure to like the help like we we want to toss them a lifeline like they have to reach out and grab you know mm-hmm. that I, this is the second time i forgot the name of that thing but like the life raft um and and so they got to reach out and and like take that help essentially mm-hmm. but it is really sad because you can see it playing out on the day of it's like you know people go to sleep and and they have butterflies in their stomach and they're really excited for the big day the next day and then you know if you don't have this kind of mental toughness or this determination to like no matter what happens I'm going to enjoy this day because it's it and just know that some things probably aren't going to go the way that you want now that doesn't mean on a scale of 1 to 10 it's a 10 and bad things are going to happen Awful, all day yeah. it's just like little things like Oh, we ordered sandwiches uh, from you know Jason's deli, and uh, they didn't, you know, we asked for ham and they gave us turkey, and I hate turkey. That's like something like that can easily spin someone out, you know, and then when you have little things like that that happen all day, and we've talked about this on an episode before. There comes a point to where you're you're at a crossroads. You can decide to go, you know what? I'm gonna let this stuff roll off my back it's my wedding day, I'm marrying my person, and I'm gonna push forward and I'm gonna be happy, or you can get caught in the cycle of just like continuing to spiral downwards. And honestly, I do think there is a point of no return. Like, if, of if you haven't really battled that and got it together, Before the ceremony, I mean, maybe even after, it's just really hard to, to recover from that. And I'm not trying to make this sound doom and gloom uh, by any means whatsoever, but it truly is heartbreaking for us to know like, oh, people are struggling. They're hurting.
0: Yeah. Well, something that I'm thinking about in that can like be kind of a mood breaker. It's not necessarily a day breaker, but it's a mood breaker. And then once your mood is broken, you have to like fight that to get back. And Man, that reminds me of like reception talk. Like you have to fight to get back to like the high of a reception being positive. Yep. But, which we can get into this episode or whatever, but the dress getting dirty. And I wanted to bring this up from oh, man. a different yeah. perspective of, I had a couple like a week ago, maybe, and it was pouring rain, pouring rain in the morning. Like, downpour that straight kind of like rainforest rain that it just is like heavy big drops going straight down downpour all morning and before she went outside to do her first look with her dad thankfully the rain was over um for the day but she was about to go outside it just stopped raining super laid back chick like love her and i just had a talk with her and i said you know when the second you step out there like it's the morning of your wedding, you're about to first look with your dad and then your first look, like you have to let the anxiety of your dress getting dirty go. Like, you you yeah. have to let it go. It is a dress. It is a garment. It has a train. It is going to drag on the... Like, it's it going to get dirty. Inevitable. We're outside
1: in the elements. Yep. Yeah. It is
0: inevitable. So before we went out, I just had this that's preparation really talk with her. And I said, I need you to let it go. I need it to not be something that's going to stress you out because it can either like just not be a thing or it'll be a thing. Okay. And so, so
1: on the, on the topic of wedding day blinders, what do blinders yeah. do? You you think about a horse, they put, oh yes. they put blinders on a horse so that it can run the track and it can, it can run its race. It's got one single focus. Yep. I need to run straight and as fast as I can and then turn when I need to turn. Yep. There are these things that happen that get us in these tunnel visions. Like think about the dress. Tunnel vision. You you yeah. you get so focused. It's like you just look down and you have these blinders and you can't see all of the beautiful moments happening around you on your wedding day. If you're so hyper focused on your train getting a little scuffed and a little dirty, yes, it's expensive. Yes, that's sad, but it's going to happen. And mm. I'm a, I'm a vent for a little bit. It's it's one of the hardest things to see precious time getting eaten up. During photos, to have you know family members and, and wedding party people like re-straighten the dress over and over and over and over again. It's like I'm gonna get that shot later. I don't need that shot now, you right? Know? And it's right. like the Most dress of the time is gonna, the dress was like a puddle. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get dirty, but mm-hmm. you can hyper fixate on that and miss everything going on all around you.
0: I love the way that you worded that because the. I, I, I can think of a different example where like, so we had this talk about her dress and she was like, I'm letting it go. And she did not worry about it all day. Like other people were, and Heck she's like, yeah. it's fine. I already had a talk with Ashley. Like I'm not worrying about it. And that was a really cool thing for it's her It's probably to so like, freeing
1: for her too. Like there's like this way I weight. gave her
0: permission. Like,
1: yeah, screw it.
0: It's going to get dirty. And she's like, oh, you're right. It is. It's, it's a long thing on the ground that is dragging in the elements. Like, yeah. you're right. It is going to get dirty. But then there's other times that I can think of where, like people are stepping on the dress and like I just see the joy being stripped out of mm-hmm. her face because she sees or she feels that dress and she thinks about the footprints and she thinks about these things. But most of the time, footprints don't occur. You want to know like,
1: another joy killer? Yeah. When the veil gets pulled on accident. Oh, yeah. And that's yes. painful. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine like it I see a brides, joy killer. You're they're right. like there and they go, ah, like they're. You know, their head yeah. gets like pulled yeah. back, and it just oh,
0: that sucks.
1: It I can imagine that feels really, really bad. Which is yeah. another reason why I'm like, why do we even have veils? Like,
0: I I only recommend the veil on. So for everybody listening, I only recommend that veil on for like the ceremony, and then like some bride and groom photos or formals right after, and then get that sucker off. Yeah, like don't let that be something that weighs your head down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's so but I've heard. it's
0: also beautiful. Like right, so we get those photos,
1: like, and and we he, take them, and. And but then thinking we're in,
0: about it can steal your joy it because it's just an extra obstacle. It's just think about like what are you going to allow yourself to worry about? Like it's an inanimate object. You're still going to look bomb even if there's like a a footprint on your dress. Like you're yeah. still gonna, nobody's going to be looking at that footprint. I'll tell you what. Yeah,
1: they're going like, to be no, looking no, up. And, they're going to be looking at your face. They're going to be looking at your hair. They're just going to be hyping you up. And, and they
0: do not show up in photos. I don't know about you, but that's something they're I'm like, girl, I swear. Like it is not like, I cannot see that. Yeah. I cannot see that. Yeah. So it's just like also that freedom of, I'm not going to see it. And if I do, I'll get rid of it.
1: When you have these things that happen and there will be a lot of them on the day of that, like these little, little things that just try to steal your joy all day long. Like you can fixate on them or you can choose to not let them affect you. And man, there has to be a, p- a plan that's like put put in place to be able to navigate those things so that when you can, so let's just say, for instance, let's say you, your mother and you don't have the best relationship or, or you love her. And, but you know, you guys kind of bicker like, uh, mm-hmm. you you bicker mm-hmm. at each other. And it's let's say uncommon. that, you know, Mom is is can be a little controlling. She can kind of want it. She has good intentions, but sometimes she just wants to grab the bull by the horns and and get after it. Let's say mom goes ahead and starts setting up wedding decorations, which we hope she's not, but maybe that's what maybe you told her not to and she does it anyways. And this happens and you see her doing it and not only has she done it when you asked her not to do it, but then she set them up the way that you didn't want them to be set up. You have a choice. You can and and you can you you can confront the situation. You can yell, you can scream, you can get mad, you can get upset, and that's only gonna make your mom upset, and then that's only gonna make you upset, and then it's gonna be it's not impossible to recover from that, but you have to be very intentional to let that go, hug it out, apologize, say you're sorry. You can politely tell mom, like, hey mom, you know, I'd really like it if you were in here hanging out with me. Like this is gonna this is gonna get set up. Will you come hang out with me? You can frame it that way, be really kind about it, or <laughs> or or you can, I mean, be a butthole but I don't recommend being a butthole because it's yeah, really I, hard to get out of that mindset
0: so many of those little details and that's another thing like my eyes just did the rolly thing did you notice? they did that?
1: I saw it that's yeah I honestly don't notice it that much now
0: though. you'll notice it all the time <laughs> but, um <laughs> the it's the little things that are that seem to be the most joy stealing like worrying about how that's the wrong color or mm-hmm. how those centerpieces weren't the way you wanted them or why are those lights on? I didn't want those lights on. And it's like, in the moment, you can get so caught up and so lost. Yeah. And you have those your blinders on, and that's the only thing that you're fixating on.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I had a couple once who we were out doing photos, and I don't know why the hell this person did this, but they decided they needed to let the bride and groom know that their $1,000 budget that they had spent uh, put towards the bar, like the bar for drinks, was gone in 30 minutes. Uh, we just
0: had this happen like last weekend yeah and it was like that's so weird
1: yeah it was crazy but they ran out during pictures to only tell them this and i guess they needed to they needed to let the bartender know how they were gonna like what they wanted to do they do do they want to add more but it's just like that really they were like we didn't even get to have a drink yet it's only been 30 minutes how could they do that and then like it, it was really hard for them to recover during that moment. I was able to be like, "Hey guys, I here's what you need to look like. You just provided a really kick-ass 30 minutes for you know 250 people, <laughs> and yeah, they you were able to provide them with a drink or two, and yeah. they are like, you've primed the party. They're gonna have a great time. Like, because yes. they were worried like now no one's gonna have a good time. And then there was also some of it that was like, wow, that was a lot of money. Had a thousand dollars go in thirty, uh, 30 yep. minutes.
0: Well, I can see that being a big blinder." Like, you how hyper-focus do- on it. Yep. And then getting out... Again, getting out of it. I heard this phrase a long time ago, and this kind of reminds me of it. Um, we ha- When I was in beauty school, we had these rubber bands that they gave out this one day, and it was amazing. So we had these rubber bands, and every time we had a negative thought, we had to slap ourselves with it. And so like we just had to do this motion, you know? And what that did was a like showed you how many times you have these negative emotions Um, but also they did it in reference to like let you know that I think it takes one negative person in a room of 20 people to bring the whole group of 20 people down (sighs) when and it take or it takes like 20 people to outweigh that one negative person and so if you think about that in the frame of maybe not even people but like one situation like it takes all of these positive things to redirect your brain when that one negative situation happens that you just have to be allow yourself a space to not get fixated on the things and remembering your why remembering your win and being like you know my alcohol wasn't my win like sure maybe it aided in like a bomb reception but also this happened to us last weekend where they ran out of alcohol and they had a planner and their planner was bomb and their planner ran to the liquor store. So nobody had to worry about it.
1: No way. Just random
0: side note, but she was killer. She was so awesome.
1: That's awesome. That's really great to hear. Yeah. Love but when-
0: peace of mind in that way too. Yeah. Like anyways, what are you going to allow yourself to fixate on?
1: I typically do feel like vendors like really do try to help. Cause I witnessed this a couple weeks ago with, um, who was it? It wasn't, it may have been the venue person, like whoever's at the venue, not the owner, mm-hmm. but like, you know how their venues have yeah. like people that are their day of that was just encouraging um, the bride. I, I can't remember what happened. Something small happened, but she was kind of, she was like, Hey, it's going to be okay. Like, and, and I, I think that's just really great when your vendors, like all of them, you know, are just really rallying to try to make your day as, as good as it can be. And so yes, you want to talk that about reminder. setting the tone. Like you you know, you have a group of people that you've hired to execute your day, but I think most vendors genuinely do care about the couple and want them. And so it's like they do try to bring the energy up. But you're right about that whole like it only takes one person to bring the energy down.
0: Yeah. What do you do if yeah. that's your
1: maid of honor? What do you do if that's your mom? You know, like somebody who's really close to you. It's tough.
0: There's a there's a couple things that I wanna piggyback on that. One of them has to do with wedding party. Actually, both of them have to do with a wedding party. One has to do with how wedding party can be a downer. One has to do with how wedding party can bring it up, which is where we want to like, land today. Like, we yeah. want to really hit it home. It's wedding party and family can build your day to like help you keep your day where like, on the path that you want it to go on. Yes. Um, but wedding party, if and I want to do an episode on choosing your wedding party. Have we done that?
1: I think we did. Did we? Yeah. We okay. did. Okay
0: choosing your wedding i feel like maybe we do it again but you know what i have some i've
1: had some horror stories since then that i would love to i would love to talk about them because i don't know man people are shitty i hear about some things that wedding party people do and i'm just like it i'm i get livid livid and i'm like who the fuck do these people think they are like on their wedding day just making it a not even wedding day wedding day hasn't even hit for some of these people it's yep. literally like i <sighs> had a bride yep. venting <laughs> to me the other day and said that one of her bridesmaids was sick and i'm doing air quotes right air now quotes. they were sick and she texted the bride and said hey your dress is ready yet so and so uh will you go pick that up and she said oh i'm feeling under the wedding weather will you go pick it up for me She asked the bride to pick it up for her. Was it her
0: bridesmaid's dress?
1: Yes, it was her bridesmaid's dress. Oh. So the bride went and picked up the bridesmaid's dress for her, dropped it off at the house. She didn't say thank you. And she also had company over. And they were hanging out. So she's like, so much for being under the weather. Like, there's just so many examples of selfishness like this that I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I would kick all these people out of the wedding party
0: hell yeah dude Ugh. so i have two situations currently going on that i'm like my couples i will go to bat for my couples till the end of the day dude, and most same. of your vendors will be that way like i literally tell them i will be bad guy through and through. I, they won't like me at I the just, end of it my couple I told, will but I'm, I'm here for you like, i anyways. told that
1: bride that i was gonna call that girl the wrong name all day like some <laughs> variation of her name it was like was so jenny penny. i'll call her like penny like all day. <laughs> <Something> <laughs>
0: like. Tina. Like, ah, freaking um, Tina's. So I have two couples right now who have made me aware of a problematic wedding party member. And so until Chris and I do this episode on wedding party members, I feel like there's beauty in waiting to pick your wedding party, like kind of as long as possible because i the, both these situations. Um, they were wedding party members kind of added out of obligation and they felt like they had to, but they've kind of grown apart. And so, like, since they started planning or whatever the situation. And both of these girls seem to be like making everything about them in the way of like just being ultra dramatic, being like kind of party poopers. So everybody focuses on them instead of focusing on the bride. Do I you know what kind of like that. the kind of people I'm talking about? Yes.
1: I, I do. Okay. (laughs) I do. It's awful.
0: So uh, this is like way kind of off topic, but I just want to hit it home. These people can make or break your entire experience through wedding planning and not only wedding planning, but also your wedding day. And like, you may have like recon of like other wedding party members who are going to like try to protect you through it. And like, that's great that you have them. So I want to like talk about them in a second, but do yourself the favor of not having to have that mental energy go towards somebody who isn't worth it. Like oh my gosh, if you were yeah. friends in elementary school and you feel obligated because you were in their wedding 10 years ago and now you feel like you don't, if they're going to suck your joy and they already suck your joy and they're the type of person that after you hang out with them, you like need a stiff drink at home or like to go to sleep because you're tired, like don't. You know what I it. think
1: we should do? This is really random, but I think we should have an episode maybe we can have no i already know what this will be like it'll be about boundaries but um like lara just recently like as of like yesterday was put in a position to where she ended a friendship with someone and it was the first time in her life that she like had set that's some a, boundaries that's and, a like, big girl move literally had to say i'm sorry we can i can no longer have you in my life That makes and me sad. and the person understood which was the crazy thing but There are people in our lives that sometimes we keep in our lives and we think we have to out of obligation when, let me tell you now, right now, you don't have to keep anyone in your life that Mm -mm. is a detriment to your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. Mm -hmm. You don't need that. And Mm -hmm. it hurts to say those words. I was so proud of her. It was really, I mean, that is, I've never had to do that. Like literally Mm -hmm. say the words, we cannot be friends anymore. Mm -hmm. I am ending our friendship. Like,
0: like, it's not like a gradual distance thing. No, it's Rip no. the bandaid off.
1: And do you want to know, Lara felt so much, like she said, I felt like this weight had been lifted off of me. And, you know, there's something that has to do with like time. Like, oh, well, I've known this person for X amount of years. Like, I can't get rid of them. Or, yeah. or they've been Why for me. That, they've that been way. here for me during the darkest time of my life. Like, I can't just cut them out or whatever. But it's like, if someone is just if someone in regular day-to-day normal life is a buzzkill or a negative Nancy or constantly making it about them, you have no reason to believe that on the most important day of your life that some of those qualities may not show up. And that's a big buzzkill. You want to talk about something that's hyper you hyperfixate on. It's one of those yeah. things. Like, I that agree. sucks.
0: I agree. So after talking about all that, <laughs> and because that's like a that was super down, but like, it's true. So like, this is more like preemptive. Um, do yourself the favor, rip the bandaid off. It's going to be hard in the moment, but in the long run, you will feel better. Yeah. Right. Like if it's somebody that's like toxic to you, however, then there are people who are positive and the, to you. The best. Yes. And they are going to be the ones that this episode is like focusing on. They're the solution. Mm hmm. So let's talk about that. How are how can your wedding party be your solution to not keeping you fixated on the wrong things? How can your wedding party allow you to still achieve your wedding when when your dress is getting filthy? Like, how can you equip them? So
1: I wanna. I'm my brother has a fight uh, next week. And one of the things that is always by so, fight, he, he has is a, a, a like a, a boxer. No, he's a he does kickboxing. MMA, okay. Kickboxing, yeah. And uh, so he has a a fight. It's like an amateur fight. It's not a real amateur fight, but he actually has a real amateur fight coming up in October that'll go towards a record. Um, but it's always been super interesting to me how I like I go to these fights and I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs, like "Go, oh, Andrew, do this, yeah!" Like mm-hmm. "Duh, hit up, you know, whatever." I don't know anything, but I'm yes. just you're in the moment. And I'm always like, can you hear me? He's like, I can hear you purely because you're loud, but I literally can't hear anyone else but my coach. Like my coach, I'm able to hear them and the things that they're saying. He's telling me to jab left or jab right or duck or this. And and he's like, and my coach can see things that I can't see when I'm in the moment. Like sometimes Andrew's like, I didn't realize that I needed, that I was doing this one thing. And then if I make this tweak, it's really gonna help me. And so think of like your wedding party as your coach that is in your corner on the day of the Mm -hmm. wedding. Like they are able to see things that you can't see because you are in a fight. You are in a battle. You're trying to keep your peace. You're trying to be present. And that takes a lot of mental energy and they can see things that you can't. And so when you have people in your wedding party who are going to go to bat for you who are selfless who will run out to the car when it's 100 degrees outside because you forgot your car charger like and not Mm -hmm. complain or not roll their eyes like
0: good wedding party members are literally my favorite thing in the whole world
1: it just makes they make me so happy
0: yep and
1: so the solution is to feel that like you're gonna have to do some homework if you know that if you know that you are someone who is a control freak you 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 like to I control am. things. Yep. You need to make your wedding party aware of, hey, guys, like I tend to be controlling when I start to get here and in this zone.
0: Because they, can, they know you. Because they know they'll that you're getting it. It. there. You, you, yeah. and, and
1: people who are in these modes when you're controlling or you're being anxious or you're being angry, like it's really hard to put a name on what you're doing unless you've really trained yourself to be hyper- self-aware on a wedding day that's mm-hmm. really difficult cuz you're focused on so much but your your team your coaches your people in your corner like they're there to point those things out and not in a bad way so here's how you should instruct them to point it out we'll use control you should say hey whenever you notice that i'm like doing everything and i'm running around and i'm not even sitting down like letting my hair and makeup get done and i'm not letting people help i need you to ask me the question um hey is this something that only you can do or can someone else do this? And then at that point, they may say, I may say, no, I, I have to do this. And then I'm let me the do it. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. But you're not going to tell, you're not going to help someone by saying, or someone's not going to help you by saying, you're being controlling. That's just going to mm-hmm. trigger you. And yeah. that's going to put you in a bad state. But if you're put in a position where you make a choice, like, is this what I want to do? It's is this forcing the thing you to reflect
0: do? and be self-aware. Yes. That's what the, these questions do. So when I was maid of honor, if you haven't listened to, I don't remember which episode that was, Wedding Week uh, Emotions. Maybe?
1: Wedding Week Emotions. Yep.
0: Um, what something that I asked her, she's a perfectionist and controlling, and so am I. We're very similar. But the question that I always posed to her when I noticed she would start to be thinking about the wrong things or getting tripped up about stuff that. I didn't think mattered. And because I can, I'm looking from the outside in, you know, to her, she's like, my world is crumbling right now. That pompous grass is not supposed to be there. Yeah. And I could look at her and my question was like, and I've talked about these before, but it was, is this something you want to give a fuck buck to? Yeah. Is this something you like actually care about was essentially the question. Like, do you actually care about that? And then she'd go, no. And then she turned around and pivoted her, um, awareness to her husband who was getting his portraits done. Yep. And like that, it was just that little bit of awareness. I didn't make the judgment call. I was just asking her as she's like, why is that there? Or why, why is that girl wearing white? Oh my God, that was annoying. That happened. Why is that girl wearing white? And I'm like, is that something that you're going to allow yourself to care about? And she's like, nope. And she just turned and refocused.
1: Yeah. There, there has to be a a plan in place. And you knew like you already were going to check her, help her, come alongside her, be in her corner, because here's the reality. You could be an avid Bridal Breakdown listener. You could have listened to all of our episodes. You could have watched all the reels. You could have saved all of the PDFs and all of the downloads, and you could have gathered all of the information that we talk about. But if there is not a plan in place to apply it, it is literally worthless.
0: Worthless.
1: You can set your why, you can have win your wedding win. You can create your wedding win, and you can still lose on your wedding day if you don't have a plan in place to help pull you out of these moments when you can get the blinders on. I mean, just imagine like it doesn't take much to put someone in a bad mood on a wedding day, and then they're just they have these blinders on, and yeah. then they're just looking at this thing, or they're like, oh, I can't believe that person showed up why would they they weren't even invited and it's like okay they're here you can either move forward obviously some you people got wedding crashers, oh yeah wow. they, there's i know there's i'm not trying to downplay anything of course there's circumstances where it's like yeah that was an ex boyfriend let's get him the hell out of here but without getting too much in the weeds like you got to have a plan and we really yeah. think that this is when your wedding party comes into play because if you let them know like hey i tend to be controlling Hey, I tend to get really anxious. Hey, I tend to get really anxious. And they're probably going to look at you and
0: be like, we know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We know. And you can love you nonetheless. You can even ask them and even ask your mom, like, hey, mom, what are some potential pitfalls that you could see me really falling into on the wedding day? Like, Mm -hmm. it's always better to be proactive than to be reactive because when you're proactive, you're out of the situation, you're thinking clear, you're thinking level headed. When you're reactive, unless you've, like I said, had like, been really intentional with personal growth and development, it's really hard to recognize those things and you act yeah. ways that oftentimes you don't want to act.
0: Yes. So something that I'm going to challenge you to do, aside from obviously these little questions that Chris and I came up with for you to equip your wedding party with to check you is you, if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know about the our wedding why that we talk about all the time. And you know about wedding wins. We talk about why more than wins, but Mm -hmm. both are equally as important. Totally. Like setting what is the win? If I walk away from my wedding day, like what would need to happen for me to feel like it was a win? And like, what is that? And fixate on that and write it down. Write down, this is my wedding win. And what are some examples of some wins? It's been a while since we've talked about wedding wins.
1: Yeah, wedding wins. Uh, I was able to spend... Yeah, I was able to... So maybe one of the things that you, you and your partner did is you took dancing lessons and you really wanted to enjoy the night on the dance floor that, and it, you took the lessons and you know, you guys felt comfortable enough to be out on the dance floor. And you know, that was a win. Did something you wanted to do, a mission accomplished. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe you wanted to be fully greet present. every person. Yeah. I mean, you wanted to greet every person. You wanted to be fully present. You wanted to make sure that you ate, <laughs> you know, dinner. I want to make like, sure
0: I eat my, I want to try my cake.
1: Yeah. It could be anything. It's just, a win is simply something that you view as valuable, and that will bring you joy, yeah, and so it's it's and, what you're aiming towards. And you can have lots of wins throughout the day. You may have one why, but you can have lots of wins that support that why,
0: yep. And when you focus on your wins, you allow the things that you didn't do to be so much smaller because you did all of these other little things. Like true, we didn't do a sparkler exit, even though our friends did a sparkler exit. And like part of me is kind of bummed and feeling some FOMO about not doing a sparkler exit. However, what we did do is stayed on that dance floor until the very end of the night. And we were the last people in that building. And I enjoyed every single minute that I paid to be in that building. Heck yeah. We, so we didn't do the spark, but we did that. And we also had a late night food truck and I got to eat it. And like, that was another, so all these like really awesome things that you were looking forward to leading up to that you actually got to do the things that you didn't get to do, even if you planned on them and maybe like time didn't line up and you didn't get to do it. Yeah. It's so much smaller because of all the amazing, awesome things that you did get to do. Those are your wins.
1: Totally. And also think, and if you're trying to come up with wins too, just think about how you want to feel. The next day.
0: Oh, I love that. Like, think yes. it like
1: reverse engineer it. How do you want to feel? What emotions do you want to experience the next day or on the way home or when you're lying in bed at the hotel or at your house, your apartment, thinking like you look at your person and you're like, wow, we just did that. Like, we just got married. And like, how do you want to feel in that moment? And then think about, okay, what are some wins that can help us feel that way?
0: Yes. Yes, because that really again, that's what we're trying to prevent is that feeling of sadness or ambivalence the next morning.
1: Yes, the the wedding day or post-wedding blues.
0: Yes. So, what I want you to do, this is your homework, is pull out your phone or a notebook. I personally think like your notes app on your phone would be great because it's accessible anywhere and everywhere that you are and write down your wedding wins. What would be some great wins? And write down what your wedding why is. And so if you haven't figured out your wedding why, highly recommend going and listening. I believe it's episode 35. The only reason I know it's episode 35 is because someone posted in the Bridal Breakdown community today saying they listened to that episode and it's completely shifted their entire like planning process. So go listen to that, figure out what your wedding why is, and then write that down in your notes, write down all of your wins And what you're going to do with this note is A, revisit it whenever you get to feeling down and be like, am I where I need to be? Am I on the right path? Am I getting focused on the wrong things? And then the day before the wedding actually happens, when you're with your wedding party, you're at the rehearsal, you're sitting in bed with maybe your girlfriends or your mom, share this list with them. Share this is the why. This is why I'm celebrating with a wedding. This is where I want to focus. And here are a bunch of my wins. Like, Will you help me achieve these when I get stuck in the weeds? Will you help me achieve these when I start to get wedding blinders on and I'm thinking about the wrong things? Like I want to spend my reception with my spouse and not with like separate from him on different yeah. sides of the room doing different things. I want to be with him. Will you make sure that I'm with him? Because in the moment, I might think that I it's fine, but I want that. And so if you share this with them, you're only allowing yourself that awareness and that check to have a more successful and successful in the way of like your mental health for sure event and like memorable day
1: because you've you've sat down and you've thought through what do I want to happen how do I want to feel what are the and you've shared the plan with people and that's the most important part and so wedding blinders y'all it's a real thing and you it doesn't have to be that way like it doesn't have to be something that you live with on your wedding day our 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 deepest desire is that you and your partner and your family or or you two like you can have the day that you've you've dreamed of, that you've thought through that you've uh, dreamed up like you you deserve that everyone deserves that and you can have that but it just takes a little bit of work on the front end to make it happen
0: absolutely love it
1: we got anything else we want to tell people
0: i don't think so I like look down at my notes to make sure there wasn't <laughs> any final notes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now we I... we appreciate you all. We appreciate you who popped in and listened and watched on, uh, in our Facebook group. If you missed it at the top of the episode, we we're talking about, we just went live in Facebook and, uh, in our, Bridal breakdown community. There's a link in the show notes if you want to join. And uh we're recording, we typically don't record on Tuesdays, but I'm heading out of town. We normally record Wednesdays, sometimes Thursdays. So uh just join the group and we'll probably pop on every now and then during the day and and Mm -hmm. we'll just see how this goes. We'll see what you guys think about it, if you like it or not. Um, but yeah, we love we we've had people interacting, sending us messages, all sorts of things. I saw you were talking to someone the other day in a in a DM um about their wedding day, and that was really cool. So yeah, we love to hear it's from you guys it's always
0: really good to get feedback for sure
1: so we're out have a good one
0: see you next week